Bush and Richie here with another Hometime Show podcast. I'm going to say two words to you. I just want to see what your initial reaction is. Sofa shopping. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's where my head's at. See, the weirdest thing, yeah. right, is that there's a big family joke about me having an absolute huff and storming out of a very well-known sofa company shop in, Cent- in North London. Uh, right, hold on. I'm giving you a pen and a piece of paper. I, I, find a pen first. Norm, I mean, I, I'm quite a fiery guy, uh, and just so I know, um, where's he stormed out of? I just want to see. Storm, I stormed out of there. Oh right, okay, right, okay. And I, um, I I've never like, I've never like marched back. the family. Oh, there's your pen. Cheers. I've never marched the family out of a shop before. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of like taking it to the next level. And I was like, right, kids, Katie, we're going. Okay, so without saying the three letters, what? <laughs> Might have been MFI. It might be MFI. Yeah, back in the day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) In fact, it was, wasn't it? It was was MFI. MFI. Yeah. Um, What happened? I we went across the road and I bought we bought a, a, a nice couch and that from. The place across the way. Right, okay. So, are you, where are you going? Do you know uh, where you're going to go? Yes, this place. What is that? Oh, fancy. Is it? Yeah. Sorry about this, listeners. Obviously, you can't see what we're writing down here, but he's written down a, a company I've never even heard of before. Natalie's found them. Really? And we've got to drive to St Albans. All right, so uh, it's, it's Rocco's second day in nursery. This is the second day of me getting my <laughs> life back. And we're going to a furniture store uh, to, to sit on sofas can with I, masks on. One, one thing, one bit of advice, right? Do not sign up for their flipping insurance policy thing. Because we signed up for that. We've never used it once. Why would you want to insure a sofa? No, it's like they give you this kind of insurance thing that if it ever gets anything spilt on it or pen or whatever, yeah. you can get it sorted out. And it's so much paperwork... You literally can't be bothered. Just don't do it. But let us know how you get on. I'll let you, yeah, I'll let you know how I've got on, but uh, I'll tell you right now, before it's even happened, it's going to be horrendous. Oh, don't... Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Don't put that in the podcast. Very much feeling it uh, on this Tuesday today. I played an hour of football last night for the first time since December. My goodness, am I feeling it today. You're walking very gingerly, (laughs) should I say. (laughs) Yeah, it is a ginger walk. Uh, I gave the example earlier on of walking like the Tin Man out of The uh, the Wizard of Oz. That's exactly how I feel. It reminds me me of that episode of Only Fools and Horses where Del Boy gets beaten up to take a beating for Rodney. (laughs) I can all you went you you disappeared for about 20 minutes earlier on. I think maybe you were just going, ah, in the mirror. (laughs) Just stuck on the stairs. Put your shirt back on again. (laughs) I would like to say, though, right, so this this was a game last night that started off as seven aside, so 14 chaps playing. By the end of it, it was only six aside because two gentlemen had to drive home in their cars because they pulled up. Do you know what? You get over 40, (laughs) and my dad's always has this phrase, get the gun. (laughs) They should just have people in pith helmets and, you know, like uh, safari gear, just finish us off. So, for context, I made the full 60 minutes. I scored two goals, so it was not a disaster. But today, my goodness, am I feeling the consequences. This is very much a week, all right? In a a good news story, it's a week of all of us being able to do things uh, for the first time that we haven't been able to do for a long time. So maybe you went for a little outside drink yesterday and... uh, uh, some kind of booked area at a pub have a little outside drink you might be feeling the consequences of that today a little bit fragile I I was walking past a lot of people who were lucky enough to book pub you know tables and all that kind of thing 
and they weren't drinking like you normally see, see people kind of maybe just having one and a half because they've got to get on and stuff like that it was a bit it was like the drinking version of hungry hippos <laughs> people just going like ah, get it all down you so look if there is something that you are feeling the consequences of today from yesterday we'd love to hear about it this afternoon uh, so I've decided to sell a load of board games got too many of them uh, on Facebook Marketplace if you ever want to meet all the worst people in the world <laughs> get someone on Facebook Marketplace and they'll come to you but the means that at the moment our, our spare room and most of the hallway is like Hermes HQ got boxes everywhere packaged little bubble wrap anything anything that I could put a game in I'm thinking oh don't throw that away I'm turning into a hoarder so I'm regretting that big time for sure uh, Lou says 10 hours in the pub garden yesterday two bottles of wine and a bottle of prosecco i still feel i still feel quite unwell wow T- two bottles of wine and a bottle of prosecco that's oh. what she's saying here it's yeah. like ollie read on the word leather jacket singing wild thing i've never seen anything like it neil says he's hugely regretting buying his five-year-old lad a voice-changing megaphone for wow. his fifth birthday, which is yesterday. Now you see, here we are. This is this is what we want to hear about. It doesn't have to be the consequences of pub gardens being open the first time in months, all right? Consequences of anything. That's perfect from Neil. Nate says, someone responded to a work email with the word Coolio, and I don't think I'll be able to get over it. So there you go, big or small, it can stay with you, these kind of things. Uh, 8 to 15, you can text us. Ian, uh, what are the consequences that you're suffering today? <laughs> so a boot, two boot camps yesterday and a boot camp this morning because they've reopened and my legs are on fire, hamstrings, thighs, calves, abs and shoulders are on fire as well. So is this one of those boot camps where, you know, sometimes you might be taking a walk up a, a park and you see some people being <laughs> shouted at by someone in, in military fatigues. Are you one of those people being shouted at, being, being told to do burpees? Yeah, we do. Well, it's it's like it's not military. It's, it's a boot camp we've got in Basingstoke and it's just, yeah, it's just going back to it after... Christmas, first time since Christmas. Ian, two in a day sounds a little bit eager. How are you squeezing that? And what, 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 when, when's that happen? Well, I booked, I booked a week's leave because the gyms are opening and the pubs are opening. So, gyms today and <laughs> he's going all in. Yesterday. That's it, mate. Yeah. Bush, I don't know about you. I need to find it. So, if it's now gyms and pubs, how are you fitting in? Where does the pub fit in with two boot camps? Well, I've not been to the pub yet. I'll be going to the pub at the weekend with my daughter, so... Right. There you go. Twice in one day. You can do that with the pub as well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good man. Nice to speak to you, Ian. And you. Well, thanks for ringing. That's cool. Uh, I'm currently turning a blind eye to a clutch of text messages that have come in from uh, a group of 18-year-olds who say they're at some kind of party with my daughter and they're already beginning to feel consequences. A party at half four? Don't. What is going on there? Mate, I'm the, 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 the father of an 18-year-old <laughs> and my style of parenting is if I, if I turn a blind eye, it's not happening. All right? It's That's, amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a horrendous thought. Um, <laughs> other people, Andy here has forwarded me an article uh, regarding... Regarding the football from last night, oh, yeah. extolling the virtues of an ice bath. I know it's meant to be good for you after a game of football, but the reality of getting in at 10.15 and, and jumping in a bath of cold iced water, would you do that? No, and also you get your neighbours talking, them seeing you getting in your own wheelie bin at midnight, so it's a bit weird. <laughs> uh, Mike Middleton in Liverpool says he went hungry hippo in the beer garden uh, yesterday, which we were talking about, uh, and he agreed to make decking for the hot tub today. Oh, he says now he's having a cura, which I believe is Mike's phrase for a beer at the end of the evening to take the edge <laughs> off a hangover. Thanks for that, Mike. Claire, what are you feeling today? Uh, consequences of feeling uh, stiff as the board due to going swimming yesterday, doing 45 lengths. Wow. And so how long has it been since you last swam? Uh, Christmas. 
Do you want to ease yourself in? Just have a little paddle around for a bit rather than doing 45? Uh, it just felt really good yesterday and now I'm regretting it. So what have you done today? Uh, same again, 45 lengths. Wow. Blimey. And do you use any special kit? Do you have on these face masks? You've got flippers on your hands, anything like that? <laughs> no, no, just, just the usual gear, so goggles and swimming cap. Now, you see, swimming, you've, you've obviously got water, get, you know, you've got natural buoyancy. Oh. I, I would have thought that just, you, you really are feeling it today. Yes, very much so. And so, uh, do, you do, do you do front crawl? What stroke do you do? Uh, breaststroke. Good, do you know what? I do breaststroke as well, right? I, I thought breaststroke was like, you know, like budgies, and that you don't see them anymore, no one does breaststroke, it's old-fashioned. Good to see someone who does the same manoeuvre as me. I find that my breaststroke, the tighter I get, it, it goes closer and closer to doggy paddle. Yeah, uh, you know what? I remember my mum on holiday didn't want to get her hair wet. It looks like uh, when a poodle's swimming out into the sea. Like, like, no offence to my mum, obviously. <laughs> oh, dear. Cheers, Claire. We'll see you later. Are you going to do 45 tomorrow? That's the other question we want to ask you. Um, uh, no, it'll be Thursday. I go back to the pool. So I'm giving myself a break tomorrow. Bit of stretching. Why but, not? Uh, you haven't like swum since National. Christmas, so, yeah, give yourself yeah. a break. Yeah, like the Grand National winner, I, I need a good rub down and a bucket of oats because I was ravenous after swimming today. Fantastic. <laughs> so let me just kind of come out and say this. I, I had not been on a train since Christmas, I think, but do you know what? It only took me 15 minutes on the journey home last night to remember why I hate other people so much. <laughs> Joe, I've been pining for human contact. We've all been pining for human contact. I even said to someone out loud the other day, I would give anything to be in a queue at a bar again, just to queue in a pub. I remember you saying that to us on the show, and I remember as your friend thinking, right, I need to hold him to account to this. It's not taking long. It's not taking long, is it, at all? Do you know what? I'd forgotten how much I dislike other people. No offence. Let me just explain what was going on on the train last night, right? Just as an absolute plunge pull back into normal life again, right? Uh, Last night on the train home, there was a sniffer on there, someone sniffing up. Uh, an idiot wearing a mask over their mouth but not their nose. You know one of them? Yeah, yeah, horse. Uh, idiot playing awful music on his awful phone. Uh, <laughs> drunk girl having an argument with her boyfriend directly opposite me. Lovely. Uh, on the phone. And then a lady with ketones on, turned on, the sound turned on her phone, texting what appeared to be war and peace. <laughs> and you know what? I was thinking to myself, right, I've been looking forward to this so much, now I hate it, and it's only been like a day. Do Here's the question, right, genuine question. Do we have to come out of lockdown? You know when everyone's allowed out? Do we all have to, like, come out again? Or are we allowed to just stay where we are? Because I was kind of getting used to it. Maybe there should be, like, a 14-day cooling-off period where you can come back out and mingle with the rest of society. And if you don't like it, maybe there should be some kind of place put aside for people like that. For example, we could enter talks with Guernsey. Right. Tarmac Guernsey, hear me out on this. Okay. Tarmac Guernsey, put loads of port cabins up, and then people who don't want to go and mix in with everyone else can have like a lockdown island where we can all hang out together and it's just a bit quiet. And you're in talk with the Guernasians about this? I've, I've, I've sent an email to the. Uh, <laughs> okay. the what are they called? The Guernasians? Is that the actual way? I, I'm not sure whether that is the name for a person from Guernsey. I, I like it though. I, I have emailed the Guernasians to see what they think of it. It's almost like a letter from Paul to the Corinthians in the Bible, <laughs> isn't it? So look, if you're one of those people that. Um, is not that keen on getting back out there and you kind of think that it's all right let us know on the show tonight maybe we can put your name down for our lockdown island i tell you what if 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 this comes off yep one of the aspects of it i've noticed over the last two days of uh, things being a little bit busier 
It's harder to cross the road with a pushchair. That's a really good point. I've been yeah. able to breeze across because traffic's <laughs> been light. But the last two days, the high street, I've had to wait for about 25 seconds longer than I have been the last few months. You need to get yourself down to Lockdown Island, mate. There's no cars allowed. Oh, right. OK. Cool. Why are you tarmacking then? Just for nicer on, on underfoot. Do you know what I mean? There's <laughs> okay, no, like, you know, right. chip over on stuff. I mean, there'll be grassed areas and everything. Okay. Again, this is just preliminary talks. Uh, it's beginning to populate uh, your island. This text says, uh, quite simply, my boss loves lockdown. Means he can do nothing but work. And his wife also can't take him anywhere because everything's locked down. That's it. See, like, a lot of the times we're like, I don't like going to fairgrounds. I don't like going to theme parks. I don't, you know, I don't like going around the shops. None of those things have been on the table, so not had to worry about it. Get yourself to Lockdown Island. Ronnie says, sounds wonderful. As long as we can do one big online shop for all of us once a week, we'll be like a little community, so we'll get that sorted out. Uh, Rachel and Gary in Lancashire says, please, can you put me and my other half down for your Lockdown Island? People make my head hurt. And how are the negotiations going with Guernsey? <laughs> well, I've not heard anything back from the... The Ganesians. Ganesians. I've looked up. Someone from Guernsey, Wikipedia's not helping here. It says Guernsey people are traditionally nicknamed donkeys, but this is by people from Jersey. Obviously, there's a rivalry between it's the two right. islands. Guernsey people call people from Jersey's toads. Really? I didn't realise yeah. they had a beef between them, like shouting and pitchforks and fire. Big beef, yeah. Rival Islands. It's like shouting at each other like in um, The Wicker Man. Uh, now, you've taken over Guernsey for the purposes of this. Uh, people from Guernsey, uh, Craig saying we're called Sarnaeans, Really? Uh, and as for a lockdown island, Guernsey's only been in two short lockdowns, so uh, there, you've picked well. It's perfect. I, we didn't realise earlier on there was such beef between uh, Jersey and yeah. Guernsey. This yeah. ongoing kind of war that they've got going on. Any other intel, let us know. Jenny says, well, right, instead of us going to an island, can we not just send all those annoying people there instead. Kind of like a Rikers Island for chumps. Uh-huh. I think that's fantastic. Zane says, can I get on the list for Lockdown Island? I'll bring the homemade cider. And That's a good point. Maybe you can tell oh, us lovely. what you would bring over to the island as well. Oh, we've got Becky on the line. Becky, you'd like to sign up, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. Please, okay. t- take me now. <laughs> well, that's the first time someone's phoned the show to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, what is, it, um, what is it in particular that would want you to, to, to move over to Lockdown Island and keep things as they are at the moment? Yeah, definitely traffic, um, just people driving, and I'm I'm just, I'm just such an angry person now. Well, I was before actually, but I'm, that's even worse now. I'm driving to work, and I'm I'm like, <laughs> and there's just like if anybody saw me, and I just like, oh my god, that that mad woman is in the car. <laughs> she probably needs to be arrested or taken away. Now, Becky Bush was saying earlier though that there's no roads on his lockdown islands, or being tarmacked oh. over. Oh, okay, that's fine, that's fine, because that would be more peaceful, wouldn't it? Yeah, we just, everyone would just have uh, an electric scooter each. Yeah, that's that's fine, yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Let me walk, walk to and from, you know. Okay. Well, listen, you sound like a live wire. We might need to just uh, check through your application, but thanks thanks for getting in touch. (laughs) (laughs) My husband will probably tell you something completely different about that. (laughs) He'd be going, no, don't take it. For goodness sake, don't take it. (laughs) You hope. (laughs) Uh, Captain of the ship is Bush, taking you all over there. Uh, Mark, do we need to uh, save you a seat on the ferry? you interested? I think lockdown Ireland would be a great place to go. Um, working from home has been a dream come true. Okay, and what are you not looking forward to about normal life that you think you might want to sign up for Lockdown Island? Oh, I don't miss the office politics. They're having the radio so quiet that you can't hear it because someone moans. 
we've got young kids working HR that moan that the office is too cold and won't put a jumper on. It, it's a nightmare. That's good. So at Lockdown Island, you can have the temperature set to whatever you like. And have the, the radio oh. is loud. Obviously, everything would be hardwired to absolute radio. We can't have other radio stations on Lockdown yeah, yeah, Island. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's one small, small rule for having a life how you want it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's perfect. Sign me up. I just want to pick you up on uh, the temperature in your office because um, it's an argument I'm having at home and increasingly here as I get older. What is the perfect thermostatic temperature? Oh, I think it varies. I think it should be 19 degrees. It should be 19 degrees no matter what. But some days 19's cold, some days 19's warm. <laughs> but I'd normally say about 19. Wow, that's uh, it's like Pandora's box, that, getting involved now. <laughs> yeah, it's complicated stuff. 